Welcome, everybody, to the Skill Development Playbook Podcast. I am your host, Coach TJ. Season 5, episode number 25. Um, I got a solo show for you today. Um, When I was preparing for this episode, I was thinking about um, everything I wanted to talk about. I was putting my tips together and my pointers and everything. And then I got up this morning and i was i was on on facebook and i i'm i'm a part of different coaching communities and so uh on facebook you know you have these private groups where you sometimes have to be invited to be a part of or they are public and you can find them and and try to ask to join but anyway i'm a part of several different groups on facebook for coaches and someone had made a post about a drill with with a video of the drill and they were just asking for feedback which I think is a great idea I think coaches need to do more of that um because you know we need to always try to find ways to improve and get better and I I was looking at the drill and of course you know you always find different things that that could be better no drill is perfect okay there is no perfect drill that's going to always be some component that you could take away or that you can add to it or some things that you can do different to make the drill better. But one thing I want a lot of people to understand is the drill is going to be based on what your needs are or what your objective is. So if I show a culture drill, then that coach may say, ah, that drill is not good. It should include this. Whatever it is that he or she wants to include is going to be based on things that they feel like that drill is missing. Okay? So if if it's a defensive drill and I say, oh, you know, you should add this to it. Um, you should add, you know, you know they, sh- they should have to – Sprint back on defense because maybe on his team and his philosophy, he feel like that's something that's very important. But then another coach may say, well, have the, have the defenders, you know, shuffle with their hands behind their backs. Maybe because that's, that's something that he or she emphasizes because, you know, that's part of their philosophy. So we have to, we have to be very careful. Uh, but there was one specific comment that was made, uh, and, I, and and again, I'm not trying to say that that this coach doesn't know what he's talking about or he's completely wrong. Um, it's just something that I'm seeing more of, and I just want to speak on it real quick. So in the drill, the players are starting towards the block, Uh the offense is, you know, he has the ball. The coach has the ball. The defense is guarding him. And he'll dribble, like in a zigzag motion. But he'll take like two or three dribbles in a zigzag motion going up the court. Then once once he's done his zigzag twice, the player will run to the elbow around the cone. He throw him a pass, catch and shoot. And the coach want to know, okay, what can I do to improve this drill? There's a lot of things you could do. I mean, it's – a uh, unlimited number of things that you can add to the drill. I mean, you can have a player after they zigzag, they can run a half court and back if you want to add a conditioning element to it. 
you can have the player zigzag with the coach or another player all the way to half court. I mean, it's a number of different things that you can do. It's, it's not just one thing. So he had the players zigzag, run around the cone, catch and shoot. All right, next person will go. They do the same thing. Well, there was some lot of, you know, there was about eight, nine comments, and there was some good good feedback. You know, one, one coach said, have the passer contest the shot. Okay, that makes sense. That's good. Um, another coach was talking about adding getting an open from transition, from offense to defense. Okay, and you can kind of see – Based on the coaches, what what they emphasize or or kind of, you know, their teaching style and some of the things that they that they like to stress because they all were talking about something a little bit different. Um, but this one coach was talking, made a comment, and this is what I want to get to. They really just, I think, the coaches nowadays are getting a little too over-concerned about this. You know, he wanted to know when in the game do you defend two dribbles and then turn and catch and shoot. Um, and this coach was talking about whatever he wants his players to do in a drill, he wanted to replicate a game. I get that. And just, I understand it. It makes sense. But it's not always logical to do every drill that we do in basketball does not have to be, it doesn't always have to be game-like. And I've said this time and time and time and time again, okay? Everything doesn't have to be game-like. It could be game-related, but it doesn't have to be game-like, okay? Um, We don't play, basketball is played five on five. Right. I think we'll agree that basketball is played five on five, but I constantly hear coaches talking about playing the game three on three. Oh, three on three is a great way to teach the game, but it's not five on five. That's not really game like. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not directly the game because the game is played five on five, but it's it's related to the game. It is teaching the players how to play the game in a three-on-three situation, and hopefully that translate over to a five-on-five. One-on-one is not five-on-five. Four-on-four is not five-on-five. Two-on-two is not five-on-five. But they all directly relate to the game. Okay? It relates to the game. Ultimately, when we go out there and we have a jump ball and we tip, it's five-on-five. So in this particular drill, what the coach is doing is working on some defense and he's working on that player running around the cone to catch and shoot. And so when a coach says, you know, when do you defend two dribbles and turn and catch and shoot? You don't. Yeah, you, you don't. You're not going to defend two times, two dribbles, and then turn around, run around the cone, catch and shoot. But I tell you this, you have to know your players. So what player or players are going to want to do technical defensive slides for five, eight minutes at a time? Nobody. 
I don't know many. Okay. So you have to be able to adjust your coaching, your coaching style, and your drills to your players. Now, I don't know these players. I don't personally know this coach. We're just connected through social media. So he might know, okay, well, I got four players here today. They're not going to necessarily be thrilled about doing a defensive zigzag drill. I'm going to add a shot to it, keep them engaged. Okay, that's perfect. Okay, that's perfect. We're going to work on some technique, and then we're going to work on, you know, sprinting around the cone, catching and shooting. So my thing is we have to understand that every single drill that we do is not going to be specifically, quote-unquote, game-like. Three-man weave is not game-like, okay? But it relates to the game in some way. Uh, three on three, the game is played five on five, but we, we tell everybody, we talk about how three on three is great to teach the game. So I don't get this, this, this notion of every drill has to be, you know, it's gotta be, you gotta be game. Like it's got, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it. Now I get it because I know some coaches go real far extreme and they have players, doing stuff with tires and, you know, I've seen coaches punching, you know, bags and and doing all this other crazy stuff, jumping over things. I, I get all that. I understand that. I, I can, you know, in that sense, yes, I get. But there are going to be times when you have to take your players and say, listen, we got to do some technical stuff. I need y'all to zigzag or I need y'all to work on your technique. I need you to work on your form shooting. Form shooting is not a game like drill. It's not. It's not a game like drill, but it relates. So I think we need to start looking at this in a, in a different set of eyes. Uh, one thing I've always said is everything depends on your objective. What is it that you're trying to accomplish? If that coach told those players, this is, you know, we're working on, hey, this is game-like. I think he knows the drill's not game-like. But if he told those players that this was game-like, then I could see an issue with the drill. But if he told them, listen, guys, we got to work on y'all footwork. We're going to work on some technique. And to keep y'all engaged, we're going to add a shot to the end of it. I feel like it's great to have a defensive drill where you're doing some type of shuffling and then end it with a shot. Um, ball handling is another one. We talk about players dribbling the basketball. Dribbling is a is a means to an end. So when we get done dribbling, we're either going to pass or we're going to shoot. We're not going to dribble just to be dribbling. But again, we have drills where, and I even do this myself, where we dribble, 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 dribble. You know, we'll work on stationary ball handling. It doesn't end in a pass. It doesn't end in a shot. But we work on dribbling. We dribble up and down the court. All right, let's do this now. Just dribble back up and down the court. But dribbling is a means to an end. When we dribble, we end up passing the basketball or we shoot the basketball. So we have to think to ourselves, is the drill that I'm doing game like if I have a player dribble from baseline to half court and back? No. When are we going to dribble from baseline to half court and back? I can ask that. When do we dribble stationary? So I I just, and I'm not trying to, to bash the coach. I get his point. I, I understand what he's saying and what he's what he's talking about. 
But I think we have to get out of this notion that every single drill has to be game-like because that's not true. I've seen some coaches that um, that talk about, you know, transfer. The drill needs to transfer over to the game. And I will go and look at some of their stuff, and they have drills of players dribbling around, you know, in a circle, a drill called kill the drill. Excuse me, kill the kill the grass, where they're just making change of directions, changing from one spot to the next, and not really going in any pattern. That ain't game like, you know. If you see somebody out there at half court in a game drilling like that, people are gonna say, "Man, what are you doing? Pass the ball." So we have to understand what it is that we're trying to accomplish. Now, I will give my two cents on this. The only thing I would say different that that coach need to do, he had four players. He had three people standing in line, and he had one person going through the drill. What I would say is I would have at least two people going, okay? And as a coach, I would be standing to the side and watching and observing and giving feedback. So I would have one player on offense, one player on defense. The defensive player zigzags twice, runs around the cone, gets the pass from the, from the player, maybe have the player close out. He shoots, shooter gets that rebound. Uh, the the passer goes and plays defense. And I would try to get a good pace because it's four people and I don't want, I don't want people standing in line for too long. But that's the only adjustment. Not really changing the drill, but just you know, I will remove me. If I'm coaching, I will remove myself and have the players go through it so I get a quicker pace through the drill. And now I have more players engaged, more players involved, more players engaged. Players have a shorter rest period. Okay. That's what I would do. All right. Uh, but, you know, again, this this notion of drills having to be game-like every single time is really just, man, it's like, come on. Come on, y'all. It, it just seems like. And not just this particular coach, but a lot of coaches I've seen will um, just if 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 a big time coach say something, it's like, oh, that's that's law. That's you know that, that this is what so and so says. This is what so and so does. And oh, this this is how you're supposed to do it. Right, come on, man. You know, it's, it's, I know I'm kind of rambling right now. Just but that's just that's my opinion. That's how I feel. I just don't, I just, I believe that we have to understand the objective that we're trying to accomplish, the goal that we're trying to accomplish with each and every drill. And from there, we have to be able to get an understanding with that drill. It's not always going to be, guys, we're going to do this in a game. Okay. Um, Because I just feel, I guess it's because with me being a skills coach, I have a different perspective. I'm not a team coach. I don't coach a team. I don't do AAU. I don't do uh, high school. I'm not a middle school coach. I'm not a college coach. I am a private hired skill development coach. So I do a lot of one-on-one sessions. I do a lot of small group sessions. And I know before I can just have a player just do one on one, two on two, three on three. There are some there are some basic skills I want that player to learn. Number one, 
I got to get that player to improve their confidence. Because if I take a player and they don't understand, you know, the footwork or some ball handling and I put them in a one-on-one situation and they're not and they're not um, reaching some type of success, I'm going I'm to lose that player. And I, and I don't mean lose them as in they don't want to come train with me or hire me, not, not in that sense. But I'm going to lose them to where they're not going to want to even want to compete. So I have to give them, you know, we have to have some steps that have to be attained first. Um, so sometimes we have to do things that's not game-like. That doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's crazy and way out in the left field, but it's just it's a process to it and it's steps to this. Uh, skill development is not just – let me find some drills and put you out there and play. It's, it's way more to it than that. It's way more to it than that. Um, so that's my rant. That's today's episode. I had, like I said, I had some other things. I was going to talk to you about how to be a great playmaker. I'm going to say that for the next episode. Um, but I just feel like I had to let people know that not every drill is going to be game, game-like. They can be game-related, but we have to know the difference between those two. I saw this post on Facebook, and I just feel like I had to come on here and speak about it. Um, so this is episode 25. Uh, real quick, before I let you go, I need I need your attention for about two more minutes. I'm going to do 30 episodes for, for this season, um, and then I'm going to come back for season six. I'm going I'm to do 30 episodes. I'm going to rebroadcast some old episodes. And then I'm going to come back, kind of refresh and renew. And I'm going to do, you know, start. I'm going to start season six. Season six is going to be back to, to doing some interviews. Um, but the episodes are going to be much, much shorter. I'm trying to, I'm going to try to get the episodes around 20 minutes. And so it's something that you can, you know, turn on and listen to on your drive to, to work or to school or to practice or to the grocery store. 15, 20 minutes. Uh, we're going to get back to talking to some skill development with some coaches. And I think in season six, what we're going to do, we're going to actually talk more and not necessarily the individual player, but more of an from a team setting, team concept uh, when it comes to skill development. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be lining up some, some interviews over the next six to seven weeks um, and, and trying to get that, trying to get that going. Uh, Cause I think that a lot of coaches, really need that information on how to do skill development from a team concept or a team aspect versus just the individual player. All right. So uh, last thing before I let you go, be sure to check me out on my website, tjonesfirm.com. All my information is on there. If you are interested in having some type of guidance or consulting with skill development, whether you are a parent that need help with your kid, if you're a player and you need guidance, or if you are a coach and, and you need some guidance with your team, y'all be sure to send me an email at info at tjonesfirm.com. I'll be more than willing to help you out. Uh, we, we can even do a free consultation. Um, if you shoot me an email, i give you the information on how to get registered for that. And then if you want to continue or do something more, we have some different options for you. But if you just want to do hop on a call and, and just do a free consultation, ask me a couple questions about skill development, or talk about some things that's related to skill development, I'd be more than more than happy uh, to hop on a call and talk to you about it. Uh, be sure to check out my book, The Skill Development Playbook. 
This is a 10 chapter book. It's right at about 80 pages. It's an easy read. I've gotten some great feedback from some high school and college coaches um, about the book. Be sure to check it out. Uh, it could be found on Amazon if you if if you search the skill development playbook. It's $9.95 for a paperback. It's $3.95 or $3.99 for the Kindle version. But if you want to purchase it directly from me, go to my website, tjonesfirm.com forward slash SDP hyphen book. And you can order directly from me. It's $9.99 for the uh, paperback and it's $3.95 for the PDF download. Also, be sure to, to look me up on social media. I try to be as active as possible on, on Instagram and on Twitter. My handle on both of those platforms is at NBNBball. That's at NBNBball. So y'all be sure to check me out on there. Um, I believe that is everything. Be sure to, 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 um, to check me out for next week. Um, I was going to do... You know, how to be a great playmaker today, but I'm going to say that for next week. Uh, also, virtual training. Um, I know right now with this COVID-19 and, and this coronavirus, we have a lot of players that are not being able to get in gyms and, and train, whether it's in a group or a private setting, or even if you do have some training that you do in a private, like in a group setting, and you want, and you need guidance to do something at home. Uh, y'all be sure to check out tjonesfirm.com forward slash virtual hyphen training. That's tjonesfirm.com forward slash virtual hyphen training. And it has some a lot of information about some virtual training that, that I can help you with. Um, everything from a skills assessment to uh, putting together a, you know, a, a training plan. Uh, how to get feedback from from your own workouts. Uh, so it's a lot of lot of different things that we can do. It's some different options for you. So y'all be sure to check that out. Um, but other than that, that is it. I appreciate y'all. Be sure to share this. Let people know as you're listening to the SDP podcast. Let me know if you have any questions at all. Also, I would love to have a five-star rating and make sure that you subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And until next time, Thank y'all and God bless.